0: I'm trying that one out for size. This is the Superhero Hour Hour of the show where we talk about every live action television show that's based on a comic book or a comic book property. It's comic book adjacent, if you will. We get kind of fast and loose sometimes, and then sometimes we just don't want to talk about things, so we don't (laughs) talk about them. I am your host for the evening, Taylor. With me as always is Mike.
1: Comic book adjacent sounds like Mad Magazine-based TV shows or Cracked Magazine-based TV shows.
0: (laughs) if we were only doing a full hour-long drama that's based on the character Stuart from Mad TV. (laughs) Oh, so
1: is Mad TV based on Mad Magazine? Oh,
0: yeah. Yeah, right? Definitely. That's why they would have the spy versus spy. That was like the only connection between the two. Mm -hmm. And then sometimes they would, like, on commercial break, they'd have the little, like, ginger kid. Uh-huh. Alfred E.
1: Newman, show some respect. The, uh, That's you made that name. He's up right never now. worrying.
2: The Cracked. dot com website is a like right. online version originally of the magazine.
0: They figured out how to pivot correctly.
1: Because Cracked. dot com is so much better hey, than Cracked. Magazine. I have a
0: thing to bring up after I introduce Greg. Oh, hey, uh, this is my friend Greg. Yeah, I'm Greg. Hey, thank you I just you wandered
1: in. Thank you for having me.
0: So I've heard you several times now say the word pivot that way yeah what
1: the fuck is that? you
2: don't know what that means that's how you say it oh my young summer child i am so
1: confused merriam and webster got together and they're like get that pivot shit out of here it's okay there
2: back when i was just a young child there was a show when i was a
0: young boy about a group of
2: friends who lived in new york and it was called how i met your mother friends and in a very special episode of Friends, they are helping Ross, who's sort of the goof. Yeah. You know, a little bit of the goof of the group. Uh, they're helping he's like, him. He's
1: like the, the, the very uptight
2: goof. Guys, yeah. we've all Joey's,
1: said friends. You don't have Joey's to explain the goofy the goof. To me. Chandler's the, could he be any more of a goof? Phoebe is kind of like sort of the like, airhead please goof. Do Air not ex- ex- goof. Please do not explain. Rachel's the goof with the hair, and Monica's the goof who used to be fat, and apparently that's a joke.
2: Uh huh. They live in a very big apartment. Uh, guys I, I across I know the hall from some of the other Goofs friends. They should have called it goofs. They should've they should have called it goof central. Us uh, central, goof.
1: central Goof. Central Goof perk us. What the
2: fuck is <laughs> Okay. <that>? So season <laughs> season one, we're sort yeah. of getting to know the friends. Okay. They each have their own thing. As Mike and I have so gone over
1: season one, it's it's that that first episode's crazy. So Ross, I hate that I and Monica this. are brother I'm, and sister. They are, but there's an energy there. There's oh, there's an energy Jesus there. Christ, uh, what, Joey what and Chandler live across the hall from Monica and Phoebe. They do. And Rachel used it's, to be it's friends. The most popular show in history with Mo- but you don't know what Pivot is, so we don't I know how don't. Far. Okay, I just. Fast, well, fat, let's fast forward. Okay. Just please roll through some of it. Okay.
2: Ross. Joey's in a box. Joey sits in a box
1: and wears all of Chandler's clothes. Yeah, I know that. No,
2: but Chandler sat in the box.
1: Chandler sat in the box. Joey wore the clothes. Ross is the holiday armadillo. Okay. Smelly cats. For
2: a while, Tom Selleck is on the show.
1: Yes, I know. Richard. Okay.
2: Um, there's a whole period where Giovanni Rubisi's on the show. Oh, uh-huh, he's
1: Phoebe's little brother,
2: uh, and he goes out with Eric Foreman's mom. Yeah, do you remember that '70s
0: show? I do. I remember all of
1: these okay. things. Okay. They so were massively So we're in
2: Wisconsin, Wisconsin in the '70s, Jesus right?
0: Christ. Hello.
2: And it's She's about four kind of friends.
0: I understand what the 70s show was. It had the hot one from Orange is the New Black, and she was also the hot one on that 70s show. She's always the hot one. Laura Prepong. Laura Prepon. Yeah.
2: Okay. So you know.
1: I'm aware. So okay, so Please you're God. up to date who Giovanni Rubisi was dating. Yes. yes. Okay. Now you might not know about Giovanni Rubisi. He was the original drummer of the Onetters. In that thing you do. And then he broke both his arms, He broke both his arms while playing tag and couldn't go on tour with them, and that's when they got Shades, who sped up the song and made them a hit.
2: Yeah, because it was a little more swing. swing Have you seen that thing you do? No. It's got Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks was in Big.
0: Okay, I know what Big is, and I know who Tom Hanks is, and I also know who Giovanni Ribisi is. He was in uh, Saving Private Ryan. With Tom Hanks. With Tom Hanks.
2: Okay, very good. I get all of this. Ross (laughs) says Pivot.
1: About a couch. Yeah, they're, they're trying to they're trying to move down some stairs, and they're like, "What?" He's like, pivot. It's, it's, "They're trying he's, to move upstairs." Try, he starts yelling. He goes, "Pivot!" And pivot! he yells it a lot.
0: Here's the thing: I've seen that episode. I it's do not. not remember him saying "pivot." I oh, just remember really? Him saying "pivot,"
1: pivot. Oh no, man, that's like pivot. one of the classic that's, moments. And that's the age difference. Is your memories shit? You kids these days don't need a good memory. We know. Because syndication, Friends would be on like three times a night.
2: Oh yeah, Friends is still on all the time.
1: Uh, if you're on Netflix at Greg's house, Paul Rudd was on it briefly. His I, name was Mike. Wow, Phoebe—that's who they named me after. What a coincidence! My name used to be Lewis, and then my parents saw that episode of Frick, and they're like, "Hey, we know you're 13. You're <laughs> Mike now." <laughs> to, and to be fair to them, Lewis is a stupid name. Yeah, it hasn't aged well. I don't think. Any, anything
2: else, Taylor? Before we before we yeah, move I on? love
1: etymology talk. Yeah, We're, we
2: really got down. We we drilled down on that. And that's we're, what this podcast is really
0: about. We're going to talk about Legion tonight. Ah, very good. But before we get to that, uh, we'll do a, a bullpen, I guess. We've broken him! Now we're here in the bullpen. This is the part of the show where we just kick back, relax, do a little uh, mix them up, some talkity-doos, talk about these, uh, this little thing that we do around superhero TV. Uh, before we get to, you know, the serious business, we just want to
1: back this is when we keep it cash behind the curtain don't show how the sausage is made well you know how the sausage is made you take some meat you grind it
0: up you put it into a little bit of intestines and then you cook it maybe a polish
1: guy falls in there you know we we don't got all day add some slivers of apple and spice
0: to make it fancy fucking love some apple in that sausage so this week we're doing hot stove do you now does everyone
1: know what a hot stove is don't touch it it will burn your hand that's where the sausage gets made Yep, that's right. I, I support that.
0: Uh, so uh, th- we're doing hot stove free agents. So basically, this is a thing where uh, people sometimes aren't on shows.
1: What? I know.
0: That's crazy. <laughs> uh, so we would just want to take some of those people who like aren't
1: on shows and stuff and put, put them up, on shows. Question. Put them on shows. Yes. Uh, Greg is not right now on the show. Could I say Greg? Okay. Please I'm, do. I would love that. I'm
0: glad that you asked. Honestly, I want to allow it because I want Greg everywhere. But they have to be, like, actors or actresses. What if it's another go. podcast? Or, or like...
1: Yeah. Oh, But then own. you're not a free agent because you're on this podcast.
0: Yeah. That would be the hot stove. Oh, here, okay. I'll, make, I'll make this proclamation. It can't be anyone on this podcast. Okay. And it has to be someone that the general public would sort of know.
1: Question. Yes. Can it be... Tom Cruise, who doesn't do TV. Yes. I disagree. I think that's dumb. Well,
0: fine. Then it can't be Tom Cruise. Then I think Whatever. we should, we should put you. Tom Cruise on all these fine shows. It. Fuck you. You can't do th- an entire class of person. I was well, going to give you leeway. He's
1: not a free agent, right? Because he just does movies. Can it be a new... But
0: some people do movies, and then they're not doing as many movies anymore. Let's bring them to TV. Yeah. We'll just make calls based on... Because you guys are being rules lawyers, and I Yeah, Greg.
1: What are, Greg's... Digging his heels in over here.
0: Yeah, I, I
2: started to Jesus ask a question. Christ. I'm sorry. I'm but, sorry.
1: Why do I do anything with the two of you? You Greg, know
0: what? Mike, give me- Turn your, my mic off.
1: Jeez. Mike, give me your first hot stove, goddammit. I think season three of Legion, and we'll get to just what happens at the end of the Legion Yeah, uh, in a second, but- I think we finally have to meet the big D, the big big Daddy X. Ooh. And I'm trying to think of like the best bald actors who who could do this and Oh my god. Michael I Stipe. just got so excited. You think of Michael Stipe. Professor X is kind of a creep and a guy who could have like the the seriousness and the the heroicness and the creepness, I'm going to throw this to Brian Cranston. I think oh. Brian Cranston oh, wow. would uh crush Professor X. Really? On Legion. Do
2: you think that this show is way too small for him to to be on it though? Well,
1: they all change sizes a lot, so I think it could be oh okay, I think uh Trumbo didn't do so hot, mm-hmm. yeah, and then he like his he's tried to jump up to movies, but he is still a character actor, and yeah, isn't carrying movies He that tried low.
0: to do like Trumbo and Godzilla, uh-huh, and he was in like twenty minutes he of was Godzilla. a great
2: Godzilla though, yeah he was I unbelievable mean, they were just knocking down those buildings it's great. I thought you were going to say the guy that plays Victor Zaz from oh, shit. Gotham. He's Ooh. too
1: creepy. Well, I think.
2: Have you seen him in Barry? No. Oh, man. He's in Barry as well, and he just owns that show. Yeah. All
0: right. Well, I Mike, I like that. Uh, I like that. That get. Check, please. Yes, oh, I, I that. that's a good every one. Every time. Oh, I'm shocked
2: and excited every time. Uh, Greg,
0: give me a hot stove. I can't. I can't focus now. You did the thing.
2: Okay. Uh, remember that show, Fear of the Walking Dead? Yes. You know, Unfortunately. You know how the actors keep shuffling off that show? Yeah. Like some Re- sort of zombie. Remember the guy, Nick Clark, who's played by Frank Delane, I think that's how you say Nick it? Nick
1: Clark. Vaguely, yeah. Oh, yeah. Did Nick die? Yes, he Yeah,
2: did. He, he died like uh, a few episodes ago, Nick? and the show sort of seemed to be about him, and if it wasn't about him, it was about Madison, Madison. Clark, his mom.
1: We'll talk uh, about that later. We'll
2: talk, you, uh, trust us, guys. We're going to talk about all this stuff later. But the guy focusing on the, the Nick Clark or Frank Delane, what his name was, uh, I think he would be super good on Runaways as like a kind of creepy teen nemesis like maybe when they get through their parents or maybe like the the evil organization brings in someone that's like more their age
1: i think there is in the comics they meet a teen and they're like you should join us and he's like vampire and Uh, starts fucking with them there's it's kick-ass
2: i'm kind of thinking of like how in in the comic book invincible Uh uh-huh he has a few uh nemeses who are just kind of like oily looking goth teens (laughs) who are just like sort of lonely and stuff and i think this guy could really play that role <laughs> Love
1: laughing at lonely teams. <laughs>
2: well because you know it's like they are they all feel like outsiders for right. the most part but they at least have each other and so then you have this uh nick clark guy
1: an outsiders yeah, outsider.
2: yeah and he's like well at least you have each other
0: i have nothing i guess i'll be evil i, I like that check please he's going to the <laughs> runaways all right my hot stove uh sort of got sidetracked because i came in prepared
2: this, this happened to me as well because a legion scooped us on all this crap or uh, you mean lucifer lucifer whatever dude whatever
0: yeah. uh yeah so lucifer got picked up today so uh three of my picks uh all got uh, what do
2: you think tom ellis said when he found out lucifer got picked up
0: i i like i'm sure he was happy because uh-huh. there's no way he already had like other stuff already lined up because he was still... But like, if he
2: said two words, what do you think those two words are when he found out? Oh, yeah. Oh, I, I was thinking it would be something else. I was like, continue. Bloody right? <laughs> I thought he might say, check, please. <laughs> oh,
0: no. Why would I do that? Am I f- stepping on toes? Would Tom, why would Tom Ellis say that?
2: I don't know. I don't know. Why would,
0: why would Tom How Ellis say How would he say it? Say it? Check,
2: please, detective.
0: Right. You know what? Love that. That's good. I like that. Where'd you get that?
2: <laughs> it's just something I've been working on.
0: That's good. That's gold right there. Uh, so uh, my hot stoves are uh, all gone. Yeah. And that's
1: it. That's hot stove. What? No, I got more. We- what, okay, you have one, you, you each get one more. Yeah. yeah Should I? Five. Woo,
0: friends. Yeah,
1: Mike, give it. Uh, Winona Earp is coming back. Yes. And one Mississippi got canceled from Amazon. Oh. And I think a great droll, dry demon... To uh, sort of pester Winona and the gang would be Tignataro. Oh my god! Oh damn! Uh, don't explain any more. That's perfect. A check,
0: please. <laughs> uh, Greg, give me one. Uh, that guy's
2: mom, who also left the show this week, uh, <laughs> whose name is Kim Dickens. She's a good actress. She was good in Deadwood and she was really good good in in Gone Girl and she was outclassing everybody on this show but still kind of sucked because it's a sucky show. But I think she'd be really cool on Cloak and Dagger. Uh, Cloak and Dagger has like legit drama chops And she's Uh, a legit actress, so and she's Southern, and it takes place in the South. Exactly, and she kind of only does that voice. I've never heard her modulate her voice in the slightest Mm -hmm. to play a different character. So, like, you kind of have to work
0: that in. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. All right, I like all these picks, guys. You did great picks. I gave nothing because I just uh, got swooped, and there's nothing that I could have done. Why you only prepare last minute? (laughs) That's the lesson to take away from this. A check, please! That's it for the bullpen. Now we're going to go on to talk about our main event for the evening, the season finale of Legion.
2: Hey, everybody. It's Greg. Thank you so much for listening. I'm so glad we have you. If you want to check out more of our amazing content, we have a few more shows you might be into. We have a show that I host called Movie of the Year, which we attempt to find the best movie for every single year. Another show we have is called the OCD, where my friends Brian and Mike go through every single episode of the OCD and connect it to their own series of, the of course, we have superhero hour, hour where we talk about all the terrible superhero shows on television. Then there's a personal favorite, Taylor talking Taylor, it's where my good buddy Taylor talks about himself and other people named Taylor, and we all learn important lessons. And last, but certainly not least, writer's block. Where my buddy Mike talks to writers and they get down on the creative. As always, thank you so much for listening to our show,
1: and I'll see you next time. No one knows what it's like to be the bad man.
0: On the season finale of Legion, David beats the shit out of them all for root until shit shows up to try to shoot him for being a bad guy. Lenny stops her by shooting the bullet. Which leads to David knocking out and going to a mind place filled with his alternate identities. He wakes up and alters Sid's memories to make her okay with him, and does some creepy shit to keep her around until the powers that be lock him in a cage and try to execute him for being the ender of worlds we now know him to be. The episode ends with David escaping and teleporting away with Lenny, presumably to become a supervillain. Gentlemen, I ask you this, at the end of this season, do you think Legion stuck the landing?
1: It took some meandering ass turns on the way there. Uh In a way, I didn't expect it to. It it let me down a little versus the first season, but I think this episode was stunning. So
0: the way that we all watched it, Greg, you watched it pretty much week by week. Yes, Mike, you watched like the first two and then like chunked it the last like week or two. Absolutely chunked it. Yeah, I did like the the first
1: two. A bunch last week, a bunch this week.
0: And I watched just the first two episodes, didn't watch any of the in-between, and just watched this episode hearing what happened in between. Mm -hmm. So you said it took some meandering turns, but you thought this episode nailed it. Yeah. I loved this episode, and I felt like this was the way to watch this season. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Because I feel like I got the general gist of the entire season, and I think, at least from listening to it, and you can correct me if I'm wrong in this or you see it differently, but I feel like the misdirects in this season were about what the overall plot of the season was Uh because I feel like they were leading you to believe first it's uh, this thing with the delusion and then it's, oh, we have to actually battle Amal Farouk now. Mm -hmm. But I think the overall main plot of the season is that the villain of the season is David.
2: Yeah, and in a way, that is actually delivered in kind of a straightforward manner. You know, if, yeah. as straightforward as anything on this show is. Mm-hmm. But uh, it, like, it
0: didn't, the the beginning of the season didn't make you think that's where we're going. No, but they they brought you there step by step, yeah. is what I mean. Like, you know, the
2: the past three or four weeks of episodes have been, there's been at least one character who says, hey, David's not okay. Or there was the episode of just like the Rick-Lantis mix-up, uh-huh. where you see all these different versions of David. And in all of them, there's one where he's like a tyrant of the entire world. And so it's like, well, that's bad. But in all of them, he doesn't control his power. He just, mm-hmm. things just, really bad things happen. And there, so in that way, that episode, the specter of his becoming an uncontrollable force hangs over everything. And then there's a char- a version of him, which is just like, basically looks like Magneto. The and, yeah. Far-
1: well, that's if Amal Farouk never got kicked out of him.
2: No, that's just no, because he looks in the
1: reflection and it's a mall standing staring back at him.
2: I don't think that's what's supposed to be going on there. I think then why
1: would he stare back at him there?
2: Th- I think that there could be symbolism. Why would there be a big drain in the middle of the desert? I mean, <laughs> uh, I think a mall was definitely part of him, but
1: yeah, I thought that was heavily hinted. Is that's if they're showing all of David's ver- different lives. Well,
2: that might as well be a future version of David because David is going like David's going is, has become an evil. Let's yeah. let's
1: talk about this how how evil David is or isn't and I want to ignore one thing he did
2: the what the most we'll important thing. We'll get to thing. that,
1: but before that what everybody else is saying he's evil is because a future version of Sid said he is evil. He but
2: they al- have no proof. He also actively tortures somebody. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But But it's also, Melanie is under Amal Farouk's, like, Amal Farouk is still manipulating everybody, and then they're like, he's evil, and then they're like, because you do this in the future, we know, not thinking maybe it's because everybody he turned to turns on him that could push him away. That's fucked up until he date-rapes Sid. Right. And so that is hard to fucking come back from. It really, like,
0: that bit is, like, you don't do that, that's real fucked up. And it also, it it that scene reminded me of uh, the bit in The Watchmen where, like, Dr. Manhattan's lover, like, is, like, furious with him because there's a moment where, like, he's making love to her and also has split off his personality. Yeah, working and on just, something. And just working on something. And, it like, that's just a perfunctory thing for him. And that felt ig- much the same way in this episode because, like, while he is, like, basically date-raping Sid, mm-hmm. he's also, like... Actually, having this conversation with Amal Farouk right. and doing all of this other stuff that, like, like, th- like, I'm actually like concentrating on like vengeance and stuff. It's
1: it's so before that moment that happens about two thirds the way through this episode, I did I got I was so frustrated on David's behalf that because everybody knows their main nemesis is a mind control guy, but keeps believing the weird shit other people are saying. But yeah. see that, and that, they'll go, well, that's
2: weird. And I've heard a lot of people make this point that that uh melanie was like under the control of mm-hmm. and so and and that because she's the one who talks to sid and says all this stuff that we shouldn't believe what she says but mostly what melanie does there the shadow king version of melanie is she shows sid that david at that moment mm. is torturing somebody with a power drill right like you, that the discussion's over but like there is no there's no amount of manipulation there's no he is Actively torturing a friend of his with a power drill. He's a bad guy. He's evil. He's really bad. He, but and you don't have to it's wait. Also,
1: the minute they say he's bad, the Shadow King is on the jury, and I was like, it's not one. Yeah, that Ahmad was. Baruch has been bad for hundreds of years. That was yeah. a weird choice well, on their
0: part. I think, like, I took from that they were like, all right, so like we figured out future Carrie is definitely on board with this plan. So we have to assume that whatever that plan was. Is like a good plan and it will work. And their original plan was we need him off route to take down David if things go bad. Mm-hmm. So that's why I assumed they had him there. But you're right, like why not have him still in the little like yeah. crown thing? Like why is he just like free to go? He's not
1: suddenly gonna be good again. There's because just two the villains. Yeah.
2: The show's yeah, because the show's not black and white. Right. Because He is manipulating them. He is manipulating... The Shadow King's manipulating Melanie. He's manipulating Sid. He's manipulating Mm -hmm. uh, David. He's manipulating Oliver. But at the same time, there has to be accountability for the things that David does. And the problem is his power allows him to act with total impunity. Yeah. Because no one can stop him from from doing what he wants. And it obviously has corrupted him to Mm -hmm. an insane degree... And essentially, this episode shows that he thinks of Sid as like a
0: pet, right? Yeah, and, and that was really like as someone who only watched the entire first season and then the beginning of this second season, that bit hit me hard.
2: Yeah, there's no coming back from that. The show, there's nothing the show can do to rectify Mm-mm. what happened here.
1: Because th- so th- this is a show that has no heroes. We're just watching all these fucked up. Well, people Sid with is the hero. Yeah, but again, like be- before, David Cr- she. I still think she pushed him not to rape her, not victim blaming, but to push David into villain territory uh, because he's about to kill Farouk, a thing they've all wanted to do for years now, and stopped him. I still think you can handle one problem than handle the other. Yeah. So I just think it's, I'm saying there's no white knights.
2: Imagine, yeah, they're definitely not. Just, no, I just invite people to imagine what it would be like to see a friend of yours torture somebody with a power drill.
1: Mm-hmm. Like, yeah.
2: there's no, you don't have to be manipulated beyond that. So if I saw that, then the next chance I got, I might point a gun at somebody and say like okay like you have to stop you are you are in big trouble for all the crazy shit you're doing
0: so another thing i want to bring up is the when david is in his little mind palace with all of his like alternate like his devils and mm-hmm. his angel on his shoulder they bring up again the bit from the beginning of the season where a delusion it like just hatches from a little idea uh-huh. and david's idea that starts his delusion is I'm a good person. Yeah. And I'm right. deserving of love.
1: Well, do you know what I loved is, is so that's fucked up and brutal. Yeah, but it's also him repeating, "I deserve love," and yeah. you're like, right. There's two different ways you could take that. It's just like I deserve love, like I yeah. have self worth, or there's the the toxic, gross nerd, dumb that the right. insults are pouring out in yeah. the railroad, and saying, "I deserve love." Because like Ugh. when I first watched that scene, I was like, "That's
0: really fucking dark and like disturbing." That like the show is saying he's not good and does not deserve love Mm -hmm. but then when we see how that idea in him has played out in the end i was like yeah this is bad because he's taking it as i deserve this this is mine to take and
2: like and most people can't force someone to love them yeah you can force someone to do a lot of things obviously and a lot of them are gnarly but he can literally force somebody to love him and he does it
1: that's the first fucked up thing even before the date rape is the because he doesn't try to talk to her like a normal person and be like, that's the Shadow King's doing stuff. He just goes, no, this is easier. Bloop. Yeah. And so, that's,
2: they, they show him use his powers a lot this season mm-hmm. where it's very easy. Right. There's not a lot of like the iconic shot from the first season was him screaming, clutching his head and everything is like opening in, in the kitchen. Yeah. And that seems like an, he's making an effort or something's mm-hmm. going on. But this season, there's a lot of he like winks into existence suddenly in a room full of people. And then like winks to with the people who are there out, and then and it's like he doesn't even move
1: his hands to use his power when and he fed everybody that his plan the parts of the plan to hide it from the Shadow King. Yeah, he just goes up. He goes, this will be fine. Just like touches them in between the eyes. Yeah, yeah, he's crazy strong. So we we're
0: pretty mo- we're close to out of time for this episode. Uh-huh. But moving into season three, do you think that they even? try to make him still a sympathetic character or is this like david is a super villain now like is this like breaking bad
1: yeah i I think so and there's people who were still on walter white's the whole side of the show because they didn't get what the story they were telling i I think we're gonna watch this this show like storytelling what it means and both sides are gonna think they are the heroes and i bet we'll see division three who was bad when we first met them. We'll just keep seeing everybody do more and more fucked up stuff in the name of what they think is right.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I think the only thing, the only path forward available to the show now is to lean into this Mm -hmm. and to tell a story about when the hero becomes the villain. And he is so villainous right now that rather than taking the time to try to explain it away or that they wasn't can't. really... Oh, yeah, can't. You just have to say, no, you know that this guy is awful. He is tortured and raped. He is the worst person. So now the show completely pivots. Excuse me, pivots. Thank you. That's from Friends, Taylor. Uh, <laughs>
0: and And just has to lean into it. All right, well, season two... I think, in our opinion, not quite as good as season one. No, no. Still, still, still excited great for moments season three. Behind, we didn't even talk
1: about the cartoon behind Blue Eyes' oh. fight it was so fucking dope. That was I the, was into the opening. It was kick ass, too scary. That's video? why Ryan's not here. He yeah. ran away.
2: Man, he got spooked. He really did. He just yes. ran out of the room.
0: So there's great. Like it's still one of the best shows it, that we.
1: It watch. finally gave us some code names. I hope that uh, Glasses McLabcoat and girl who would kick everybody. Oh. I hope oh, they go man. by their code names. That from now scene on. of them like
2: trying to remember people. I think girl would kick everybody. <laughs>
1: All right. Well, Legion will come back
0: next season, and we will hopefully get to see a kick-ass evil David Holler. Now, we will move on to a little something called the Tay-Pen. Uh-oh. Now we're here for a little thing called the Tay-Pen. It's a little part of the show where we just kind of let me loose and do whatever I want to do. Uh, Are you guys... Oh, you yeah, it's comfortable? You're feeling good. You feeling? Know, I love it.
2: I'm always a little bit nervous about this, but it generally works out. I feel like a swaddled little baby. <laughs> Why? Yeah, thanks for wrapping us in these blankets, dude.
0: Yeah, it's I really mean, cozy. I just decided to uh, decide to bring a little bit of warmth to the studio this week for the tape in. We're doing a little thing that I like to call. How's the spaghetti taste? -hmm. Of Mm -hmm. course, of course. So, as we all know, this is a little bit where uh, I'm going to present to you guys a dinner party Uh where you are going out on a uh, some sort of dinner date with a character from one of our shows. Oh, nice! And uh, you—is this at like one of those spaghetti theme restaurants? It's not. It's just a regular restaurant. Not you guys, Spaghetti Factory. You guys can order whatever you want, but this character is going to order. A special kind of spaghetti, and you have to tell me
1: what their spaghetti tastes like. Oh, okay.
0: Because so, they are ordering
1: spaghetti. So, are we inhabiting Winona you, Earp or no, no, no. Oliver
0: Queen? You, you are yourself. You order whatever you want. You're just on a date with this person. They have ordered spaghetti and they want to give you a little bite of it. You know, like when you go out to dinner with your friend mm-hmm. and you're like, and someone, they're like,
1: hey, try some of this. Yeah. What, what's that? Hospitality taste no. like.
0: Exactly. So, we're going to start off with Winona Earp.
1: Okay. Wow, that All was right. prescient.
0: Yeah, so I read the notes. You guys, <laughs> you're you're on a date with Winona Earp. Wow. You've uh you've gone to Panera Bread. Uh-huh. Of course. Yeah. First Did
2: date. She pick
1: it because that's not what I would pick. Uh, she picked it. That's what she. Are wanted. you more of
2: like a corner bakery guy?
1: Well, for first date, I'm a coffee-and-take-a-walk kind of guy uh-huh. because I don't want to spend money. Yeah, That's a very and good, very good it's plan. it's so awkward staring at somebody you don't know. So you can be walking talking like, where'd you come from? And you can be like, oh, look at that duck. Uh-huh. Like, there's always yep. new stuff to look at when you're walking.
2: Also, you can, while you're in the park, if they're boring, just scurry away all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. Just run to the woods. Sprint into the woods.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, Mike, you're at Panera Bread. Mm-hmm. What do you order? I order the uh, the half sandwich, half salad, the, the sandwich that's like that steak yep steak and cheese sandwich good
0: choice Come right. on, man
1: yeah you get that
0: you sit down uh winona Herb has ordered a very special sp- sp- spaghetti you didn't hear her order she goes hey hey you uh you want some of the spaghetti
1: would thank you winona i would love to try what's that spaghetti taste like Was- clams and tarragon
0: correct wow correct <laughs> wow check
1: please <laughs> I would, I would
0: definitely go to
2: Panera and order the clam spaghetti. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Let's just heat this up in the microwave for Grim-ketty. you.
0: <laughs> All right. Greg. Lay it on me. You're at Shinoya Beef Bowl. All right. I'm there. Yo, Shinoya right. Beef Bowl? Yoshinoya Beef, Beef Bowl. Shania Twain's Beef Bowl? You're at Shania Twain's Beef Bowl. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> A, what are you getting?
2: Uh, I'm going to have the Twain Bowl, which is just half chicken, half steak. Ooh.
0: Mm-hmm. All right. You're there on a date. Or, with- you know
2: what? And before that, I'm going to order some. Damn, it feels. Uh, damn, I feel like a ramen. <laughs> <laughs> right?
1: Love it. <laughs> did I do that? Did I land <laughs> right? that? Did you, I bring that You, you did Just it. Put your arms up like the Olympics. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Oh, Three points. God. Three points for that. Uh, <laughs> Telling so jokes there, is tough. You you're guys. there with Lucifer. All right. Okay. Oh, Wonderful.
0: Now, you get your food. Mm. You go sit down. Lucifer has ordered spaghetti. He's like, hey, you want some of the spaghetti?
2: Would you like to try some of this, Gregory? It's delicious spaghetti.
0: What's the spaghetti taste like? Mm.
2: Okay, this is a uh, Earl Grey spaghetti. Um, A lot of people don't know this, but the English have like tea-flavored spaghettis. And so this is Earl Grey hot. Yeah. Okay, okay. It tastes dreadful. It's awful. Oh, but really? I, yeah, but he's English and they're like, you have to be careful.
0: So now, is the Earl Grey in the, the noodles or like the sauce?
2: Or? It's, it, it's it's infused in the noodles themselves. And okay. then also just a sauce. It's a mix of water and tea leaves. Oh, okay. So
0: there's so, no like traditional sauce. I mean, this here. is English cooking. Okay. I don't
2: want to start a whole thing here, but you can't just throw wet tea leaves on things and then just say, like, do you love it? Mm, I beg to differ. It's wonderful Te- and
0: for that reason, you are. Incorrect. I ordered this on a, on a date sorry. with a detective. I'm sorry, and you, you've enjoyed lost. it quite a bit.
2: Can you you've still lost.
1: try to read those tea leaves after that spaghetti's done, do you think? Yeah, it's like you, the future? in your
2: future, you're going to stop at Taco Bell on the way home.
1: <laughs> Speaking of, Mike, uh-huh.
0: you're at a Taco Bell.
1: Man, Greg and I, I gotta we- admit, suck at dates. There's a lot of <laughs> wavelengths
2: here. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. I've been married for a while, so if I'm gonna take a girl out, it's gonna be a Taco Bell. Sure. Because then I'm never gonna get caught.
1: All right, Mike, you <laughs> girl, you want that code red?
2: <laughs> <laughs> yo you know what let's hey. do it up special get yourself a baja blast oh shit
0: listen i will go ham on some baja blast who wants honestly
2: who wants some cinnamon twists Ooh, i love cinnamon twi- that's my dj voice <laughs> and that's the <laughs> voice i use when
0: what? i'm on dates you you know how to get under my skin girl mike you're at taco bell and you're there with agent Coulson. awesome What do you order?
1: Uh, I ordered one of those gordita wrap things. Get an Uh, enchilada. That's a stupid idea. Why would you order a couple of the Dorito taco shells? Doritos Locos. Doritos Locos. You're doing it wrong. You don't get to answer. Uh, Baja Blast. Correct. You're
0: at Taco Bell. What do you order? The lasagna. The Mexi lasagna. Correct. Thank you. Now, you're there with Agent Coulson. He's like, he's like, hey, you want to try some of this lasagna? Wait, he has lasagna? We both no. ordered the lasagna? Yeah, you both ordered the lasagna. We're okay, I'll try some. We're, tra- we're changing the segment. I'll try some, sure. This is a sleeper segment.
2: <laughs> <laughs> All right. What's that lasagna taste like? Um, It tastes like the generic Taco Bell flavor that everything is because it's just, it's two different, it's a tortilla and a taco shell. Yep. It's ground beef. Yep. It's nacho cheese. Yep. It's tomatoes, mm-hmm. sour cream. Yep. And then the like shredded cheese that kind of tastes like plastic. It sure is. And it is all wrapped in another quesadilla. So Ooh. it's like just a whole quesadilla wrapped around it. And honestly, it tastes really
1: good. And that's correct. Do you Check, guys please. have one giant drink with two straws sipping on that Baja it's Blast? It's a Baja Blast. <laughs> oh. We have like, you know how oh, yeah, for a
2: special occasions, they'll just like fill up a bucket with uh-huh. Baja Blast. And so I'll order that. It's like, it's kind of like getting bottle service.
1: Phil calls it the Tahiti taste. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mike. Okay. I, want, I don't want to fuck this one up. You are at a candlelit
0: dinner at your home. Ooh. You've made manicotti.
1: Yeah, I have.
0: You serve it to uh, Daisy Sky Quake.
1: Daisy Sky Quake. She says, I would rather Turn have spaghetti, please. Yeah. <laughs> uh huh. Easy. I can do that, Daisy. Yeah. She's like, hey, what's this manicotti taste that you made me? Well, oh, that tastes like. A little burnt, honestly, like burnt toast and meatloaf. Correct. Check, please. <laughs> Greg. Yo,
2: lay it on me. I'm ready. I'm in the zone.
1: All right. You're at a Wendy's drive-thru at
0: 3 a.m. <laughs> it's one of those 4 a.m. closing Wendy's. But, so I only have an hour to decide. But <laughs> okay, there is a line. That goes all the way out to the street. All oh. right. And you're not sure if you're going to make it through. Well, the club just opened up. I see right? this
2: situation. I was just you
0: know that there is at least, at the very least, if you get in as fast as possible, a 50-minute wait before you get up to that window. Wow. All right. You are sitting in the car, and you have got Mr. Flash himself, Barry Allen, okay. next to you.
2: What do you do? Uh, I say, Barry, we're never going to make it, buddy. Do you think you could use some of that super speed to go get us spaghetti and bring it right back here? What you want? I thought he would f- maybe he could run
0: to Italy. He could get the spaghetti. Greg, and, I'm uh, like I thought this was a nice date for us. Like you, you wanted to, just, like, but it'll run take out? it'll take you half a second.
1: Yeah. So Barry only ruins his own dates. Yeah, but like for other I- people.
0: I just thought like this was a thing like I wasn't going to do super stuff like you were just going to I thought we were just going to be people together.
2: I did a bunch of podcasting while we were on the date. I thought we both <laughs> liked that. I thought this was kind of like a a work date function thing.
0: Fair. I'll go get some spaghetti. I'll be right back, bud. And All he right. doesn't
2: open the car door, so the car
0: just <laughs> explodes as he runs away. <laughs> That's correct. <laughs> Greg is dead, you guys.
1: That's the end of the segment. Oh, Can dear. I ha- we've killed Greg. Can I ask a real question? Yeah. When I, I do get, eventually get this date with Sky Daisy quick, yeah. uh, should I wear the sweater that I own with her on it? <laughs> yes. Absolutely. That will be you very should. endearing. Yeah. What if yeah. she wears People her like
0: Mike
2: it. sweater to the day? I would
0: melt like butter. Aww. I'd like to see you melt like butter. Mm. Mm, Check, please. Check, please. That's it for taping. Greg's dead. Mike's a bunch of butter. We're going to go to the pull list right after
1: this.
0: (laughs) Now we're here in the pull list, the part of the show where we talk about every other show that we watched this week in varying amounts of length and with varying amounts of... uh, Enthusiasm. (laughs)
1: Yeah. So first up, we're going to talk about Supergirl. With the most amount of enthusiasm. Yeah. the penultimate episode of Supergirl... Supergirl learns the true depth of Serena's nefarious plans for Earth with the daughters of Giroux. Supergirl, Mon-El, and Laura... It might be Giroux. Okay, yeah. Don't say it that other way. (laughs) ...must devise a plan to stop her before Serena and the daughters of Giroux get to Earth. Jean prepares to say goodbye to his father. Taste Buds, I ask you this. Do the daughters of Giroux sound more like A, an all-girl metal band from the early 2000s, B, an indie comic from the early 2000s, C, an emo band from the mid-90s, or D, a suicide cult from the 70s? Um... E, none of the above. They are actually the daughters of Jeru the Damaja, the rapper
0: from the mid, like late '90s, early 2000s. I'll take the E. <laughs>
2: <laughs> One thing we will always do on this show is take E. Oh yeah, that's yeah. why we all love each other. <laughs> that's, I, that's why we. I have do a, the whole show touching each I other. I have a question about this show.
0: Sure. Uh, I have been sort of keeping up with this show every week. I've been like checking in and out. I've been, you know, reading the the summaries, the blogs. I don't know any of the shit you just talked about.
1: Oh yeah, there's a lot of stuff they introduced in like the last three episodes. that decided to be like, let's wrap it up. That's crazy. Okay. And, and you said pin ultimate. Has this been uh, renewed for next season? I think so. I don't think CW canceled any of their shows. Yeah, right. now
2: that the, and now that it's just doing half seasons. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's probably a good deal for them. It's Let crazy It's a half s-
1: season that feels so much longer than. Yeah, season. I know.
2: Remember how short uh, Legends of Tomorrow uh-huh. season was? Ooh, and be- Bebo. Uh, is there still cape fighting?
1: Oh, uh, yeah, there's subtle cape fighting throughout. There's no episode all about cape fighting anymore. They
2: really tried to make that yeah, happen. You know
1: what? And I appreciate it because that was my favorite part of this season. But now it's just part of fights.
2: Yeah, she just twirls her cape I'm okay, a little man.
0: bit. <laughs> all right, she well, Two dance. Tune in for the finale next week. Supergirl is. We on. have to. Do you know that? We do. That's our main <laughs> thing. Spoiler alert. <laughs> we have to watch Sega's yeah. on the CW on Monday. Your next show this week is Fear the Walking Dead. Woo! On this episode of Fear the Walking Dead, Madison lights herself on fire to kill a bunch of zombies, and now she's fucking dead, you guys. If you had to guess if she did this in A, a flashback, or B, in the present tense, which would you choose?
2: Ooh, you talk about flashbacks so much. It feels like this whole season has been a flashback. Taylor, I'm prepared to give my answer. I gotta say it's a flashback,
1: Taylor. I'm gonna agree with a flashback. because
0: Woo! You guys are wrong! In the future. She met (laughs) Flash Forward. She, she in fact, met one of the other members of the crew that they are fighting in a flashback, and then that was the link for why she burned herself alive. In what? the stadium, yeah, it's bull. This season's bullshit. So, it's a stupid show. I read. I didn't watch this episode, but I read some like actual reviews of it, and people were not happy with this episode.
1: Is it because now the two main characters are dead?
0: Yeah, I don't know who the main like. I think Alicia. I, well, now I think it's uh, what's his uh, what's his face who came from the regular Walking Dead Morgan. Uh, yeah. Just oh my God, he's not so an like, anchor
2: for a show. Come so like, on. I
0: really think that that is part of the reason they brought him over is they knew because I know. Uh, Nick just wanted off the show. Yeah. I was going to ask,
1: is this contractual shit? And
0: I think this I is think me. she probably also wanted off the show, so they're like, fuck it, we'll like, bring a thing that people love on our
1: regular show and try to make him the and lead the now. show, because they they're already talked about how uh, Scott Gimple yeah. uh, is like now the head of the Walking Dead universe over at AMC, which means they're working on other spinoffs. Holy moly. End uh. Fear the Walking Dead and start a new one if you fucking have to. But just end it. Just, it, like, it's not, good or fun
0: and we don't enjoy it but we'll watch it at some point this season and that'll be a fun episode probably the
2: last episode of the season we'll yeah. watch
1: yeah. it gets pretty and thin and we won't know any of the characters We're like, who the fuck
0: is this?
2: i bet we're all gonna end up watching it though because it, it really- gets thin the next couple of weeks like how many shows we have so
0: yeah. all right fear the walking dead is on sunday nights on amc your final show we have to talk about this Woo-hoo! week thank god is cloak and dagger
2: this week on Cloak and Dagger, Tyrone and Tandy are pulled That's seriously their names. Tyrone and Tandy are hey, pulled. <laughs> Tyrone and Tandy are pulled into visions of each other, both of which are pretty heavy, violent, and trippy. Both visions come to the same conclusion, namely that both characters need to find a way to break out of the downward spiral of depression they have become trapped in. They decide that to do that what they really need to do is join forces, and it, that will probably most likely start next week. We'll get them together. <laughs> So, gentlemen, I ask you this. Opinions about this episode were pretty divided on our show last week. Uh-huh. Did this episode change your opinion at all?
0: Um, so, to start, I was the most negative about this show yeah, last week. Yeah, you went deep. Yeah, and as such, I did not watch this episode. <laughs> okay. So, I'll ask you two who did watch it. Do you think that this episode assuaged some of the problems I had? Do
1: you think like I should jump back in? I think if you skip this episode and jump into next week, because uh, I'm very excited for next uh-huh, week, okay. because this episode ended with Ty walking up and he found her secret church because he had a vision. He went, hey,
0: we should probably uh-huh. talk.
1: Uh, and so now I think it will be the two of them together against the world. Uh, and I liked it that there was bits of real life, but it was mostly dreamland, but not in the... So often when we get dreams in these shows, nothing fucking matters. Yeah. That, but this isn't a Madison Thanksgiving dream. Mm-hmm. This is, they're getting... How close these two characters are about to be because they both had these visions of each other encompassing their whole lives Uh means I'm going to buy how close they are instead of being like, you met once and now you're all fucking besties. And now I'm like, no, you did one weird episode and now I'm down for how tight you're about to be.
2: I really liked the first episode from last week. That was my opinion was that Mm -hmm. I liked the first episode. I didn't think they need to show both of them on the same night. And the second one I felt like didn't live up to the first one. This third one. I'm, I am have to say, I'm pretty on board. This show is a lot better than most of the Marvel mm-hmm. fare. The thing is, I keep, and I know this isn't fair, but I keep thinking about specifically the show Runaways, Right. which at this point in Runaways, I was like, I think this might be a really good show, you guys. And so I feel stupid because I did that about Black Lightning as well. Uh-huh. Yeah. Early on, these shows tend to be better at delivering. It's that they run out of steam. But the pacing of this show, while it does Uncomfortably mirror the pacing of other Marvel shows. They are probably going to hang out and have an in depth conversation at the beginning of next week's episode or at some point uh-huh. in next week's episode. And at that point, they're going to start being Cloak and Dagger. And that might be the perfect
1: amount of time. And this show is slowly building out the ensemble. Yeah. So we spent a little more time with the detective. And like what I like that this show is flipping narratives. The cop isn't out to get them. The cop wants to find Tandy, is like, hey, I know you attacked a guy but I think you might have been assaulted, yeah. and I'm on your side. You don't see that in shows. But there's
2: there's a good cop on and this, the and then there's cop. a bad cop. And you know what? Man, classic
1: good cop, bad that's cop. classic, right? And the bad cop has a scar. which come Yeah,
2: that's how you know he's a bad guy. And he's a redhead. Not, yeah, and he's a redhead for so sure. So
0: if I jump in, how confident are you that if I jump in next episode, it's not going to be a treading water episode that I'm going to hate and never watch the show man. I
2: think next episode is going to be the most important episode of the show, and I think they know that, mm-hmm. and I think that it's going to deliver next episode. I, I recommend that you watch it. I was really impressed with a lot of what they did in this episode, and it reminded me of what was really good about the first one. The mains, the, the Tyrone and Tandy, mm-hmm. those actors are both killing it. Yeah. I am so excited for when Tyrone actually speaks as Cloak because in the comic book he's really into the whole like fantasy of yeah. being cloak he's like the mo- one of the most ethereal characters that you'll I- encounter like he talks like he's doctor strange right this actor has the perfect, perfect voice person. for that when
1: he's doing normal talking voice does he have an accent that he's trying to cover cuz that's what it comes off like it kind of sounds like that i think also it's just he's got a
2: he's got a very like uh i don't know just like a a, a very distinct note to yeah, his voice, yeah. and I think that he almost has to me, he almost sounds like a Shakespearean actor, right? The way, like, the, the kind of tone that's that why he I thought he was, he was British, yeah. Doing so, I wouldn't be surprised, but man, I'm so excited for when he starts cloaking out on people because just it, being a
1: dork about it, yeah, yeah, you
2: know, and just like delivering the really big lines and acting like he's like from a different plane yeah. of existence and everything. Which, I mean, they're selling kind that too is, yeah. because they are when I think of Cloak and Dagger, I think suddenly this darkness appears and then she comes out throwing light daggers. But they're doing a whole lot with like speculative universes Mm -hmm. and what could have happened and time stopping. And their connection is a lot, I think, deeper and cooler, their powers, than what I had known about from the comic books because I didn't read a ton of comic books with them in it. So, um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to seeing them hang out. And they are flashing out the universe. The stuff they're doing particularly with the voodoo,
1: Uh I think
2: is so interesting. This, like... 21st century voodoo, where you make the doll with a 3D printer, yeah. and you sit there playing on your iPad, but it's still your legit doing voodoo. I was so there for,
1: and that's such a cool visual, like because the the 3D printer started the episode, yeah. and you're like, what the fuck is that? And you don't find out till the very end of it. It's that. Uh, ty's love interest's aunt who you meet in the middle is printing him
2: Uh uh-huh and And the way he's printed it's like he's kind of got a cloak but then she breaks away those pieces
0: i have to say i do like how this show has been doing that so far where i thought that sometimes shows do stuff like that and it's cheesy and i don't like it i do like the way that they start an episode with a thing and you're like how are we gonna get there Mm. and then you find out
2: I don't think this show's gonna hurt us like Runaways. I know. I feel Here's so the thing. silly well, saying it, but it's visually interesting. Yeah, you, you were for hurt sure. by
0: Runaways. I wasn't. Yeah, I yeah. actually felt that Runaways kept fairly consistent the whole way. All right, <laughs> <fine>. so <laughs> so apparently I, we're just reverse on both of those shows. Yeah. Do you guys have moments of the week?
2: Oh, dude, yes. Uh, there is a part where he's in Voodoo Aunt's house, uh-huh. and she's like she's like, you're going to need some of this stuff to like take a bath. Cause it's a bathing ritual, like to cleanse the spirit. And she lists this whole thing, like whole, this whole list of things. And, uh, he's like, where are we going to get those? And the very next scene, he's got a bag from whole foods. Uh-huh. Cause it's like a and lavender. It's like nothing really like obscure. You don't have to go to an arcanist to find it. Uh, and I knew that was going to happen as soon as he was like, where are we going to get these? I knew what the gag was going to be. And I still went when it happened. So that did it for me.
1: Uh, mine is also it's the further in that scene is uh, the girl who's into whom whose aunt does the voodoo she's like you gotta take a bath and then he like he very much is like nervous around uh-huh. her and it's, just, it's just any part that can flip anything else we've seen I'm into where she's like fine I'll turn around uh-huh. and then he's about to get the bath she's like you have to be completely naked she like can sense his boxers are still around his junk
2: he's like even my me undies <laughs> and she's like yes blue apron said you had to take those <laughs> off
1: what's uh, your taking
2: t- <laughs> number
0: yeah, take off that bonobo shirt. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Cloak and Dagger is on Thursday nights on Freeform. I know, watch it, y'all. You I really feel like it, watch y'all. it. Is it is Falsy. the, the I'll word. tune into the next episode and see how I feel. And then, and then if it's
2: bad, you can just scream
0: at me. I can't wait. <laughs> All right, cool. <laughs> Mike, tell us about a show that this the
1: place, the website. I filter.com i think is what you were trying to Yeah, that's to exactly say, what I was asking. Is uh where you can get all the shit we make and guys, it's so much shit these days. So head over to We Your generating content see y'all. all the sweet sweet tent we
0: be popping up. Woo! You can also find uh all the stuff that you want to buy online at slash amazon It's just like your regular Amazon. You just make that your bookmark and when you buy stuff, it helps us out a little bit, it gives us a few uh, ducats and that we like that. It's good. You'll like it. It's nice.
2: <laughs> You'll like it. It's nice. Oh, man, I hope Ryan listens to this oh, episode. Boy. He would be going nuts right now. It's like his favorite thing. Greg, tell us about YouTube. YouTube is a place where you can go to get sort of smaller snippets of our show. If you want to maybe introduce somebody to the show, send them over to the YouTube. If you go to YouTube and search yourpopfilter.com, just little blurbs that from our show and uh, put up some pictures from the Internet. It is a real good.
0: It's nice. You can also go to social media places like twitter.com and mm-hmm. search for at your Pop Filter. We're on there. We're tweeting all the time. Like our tweets. Follow us. Uh, you know, definitely
2: you know. like our tweets. Yeah,
0: definitely like our tweets. Retweet them if you like them enough. You know, we're out That's there asking a lot. Uh, it is a lot because honestly, like. Retweet is like a full... and in- People say retweets don't equal endorsement. They do. They do, yeah. yeah. They it totally means I do. believe
1: this thing 110% tip. Yeah,
0: but just follow us on Twitter, and you can also go to facebook.com slash filter. Uh, if you also want to hit us up in places that aren't social media, you can go to contact at yourpopfilter.com as an email address. Send us your thoughts on these shows. If there's shows that we aren't talking about enough or aren't giving enough love to that you want to make your case for, let us know. Maybe we'll read it on the show, or maybe you'll convince us to watch the show. Or you can call us at 1562 DrDJPOP. That's 1562 DrDJPOP. He's a little robot associate, and he takes our phone calls for us, and we can play your voice on this show if you want, or we can just listen to it, and if it's bad, we won't. If you say like a bunch of flurs and stuff, not going to be on the show. Not going to say it. Don't worry about it. Going to make that rule. And one of his hands is a... Spatula. And his other hand is a desiccated corpse yep those two things are
1: i've been deep in that
0: hereditary wikipedia you did
1: read that hereditary wikipedia good the spookiest part of the hereditary wikipedia
2: oh i don't. i can't say i mean honestly if you if you are afraid of the 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 references
1: references at the end (laughs)
2: yeah the the scariest part is right before i'm going to bed and uh
1: i keep thinking about it just see the words pop up uh Mike, tell us about Patreon. Patreon.com slash your pop filter. We're live, we're there. If you're like, I want even more shit, that's patreon.com. You there are ways to get bonus podcasts longer versions of movie of the year shirts off of our literal back shirts that have never been on our backs is
2: there still that tier where i will attempt a bicycle kick
1: and yes. then we'll videotape it Yeah, for sure and we'll post it everywhere mm. there's so many fun things there's so many fun ways for you to control aspects of our very real lives much to the chagrin of our loved ones go over to patreon.com slash your pop filter i think you're gonna love what's there please do
0: all right that's it for the show that's all we have this week next week we're going to be talking about the finale of Supergirl which feels like it's been coming for ages yay question mark Uh, so we'll talk about Supergirl we're all going to watch it and it's going to be great and also Lucifer's coming back at some point so (laughs) that's mostly what I care about for Mike I'm Taylor for Taylor I'm Greg for Greg I'm Mike we are the world Jack please.